What's going on, folks? I didn't even realize that I hit the live button, but here we are. Uh, MMA Log Talk, August 15th. Starting a couple minutes later than usual, but getting back into the swing of things here. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was a weird weekend. Obviously, uh, Saturday, I was not able to watch the fights live. Um, had a friend's birthday party to go to. It was actually his friend's kid's first birthday party. Uh, and it was a lot bigger than I expected, which was great. Um, you know, had a lot of fun. My, my cousin or my, my friend's party that I went to, he's pretty much like family. I've known this guy for like 14, 15 years. And uh, I've gotten close with his family as well. You know, he has a lot of uncles and aunts that live in the, or or around the area who have kids that are all the same age as him as well. So over the years, I've pretty much met up with all of them throughout their family parties and stuff. And, you know, it's been great. Um, It's been a fun time every time I hang out with them. And then I always find myself going deeper into the nights with them, which is great. and then the next day I woke up and uh, watched the fights, but like had the, like my throat was sore. I'm not sure if you guys can still kind of hear it. Um, my nose was running. My head was pounding. I was just like, fuck, like I hope I didn't catch COVID or anything while I was at this event. And then uh, took the test. I was good. So I think it was more so just a, a hangover than anything. But again, I didn't even drink much, much at all even. So I don't know why it hit me, but something hit me pretty rough. And uh, I can still feel it in my throat a little bit. Head, not too bad, but better than yesterday. So just happy to finally get on board and uh, get started on UFC 277. Or sorry, 278. All the numbers are starting to to sound the same now. <laughs> um, and all the events are starting to morph into one. But the th- great thing about it all in regards to the schedule that we got coming up is... This is the last event out of the, what, 12 consecutive weeks or eight consecutive weeks that they had. Um, So we have an off week next week. Uh, Obviously, uh, Contender Series doesn't stop, so I'll still be doing my Contender Series stream. I'll still be doing the lock top streams, but I don't have to do the... uh, I won't have to do, you know, the lock cast, propping you up or any of that stuff next week. Um, But again... uh, just happy to finally see the light at the end of the tunnel to finally just take a week off week off and just chill out with the fam and, and not worry too much about uh, the happenings and staying up to date with all that stuff. So um, yeah, we can, uh, I, I, t- I tweeted this uh, in anticipation of the, uh, of the stream. <laughs> and I'm like, you guys can rag on me, uh, come through and rag on me for taking Dominic Cruz this past weekend. And then, you know, was what it was. And the one thing that I've been kind of, you know, I put into my Patreon, uh, I just posted my recap as well as my look ahead. And uh, even uh, I tweeted out, uh, the only thing I regret about the Dominic Cruz thing is that I bet three units on it. I mean, I wish I went a little bit uh, less on it. I wish I, maybe not even less. I wish I went one unit on it at plus 200. And then I just took the two units on the uh, decision only prop which uh, obviously ended up being a push, so we get our money back on that. But I still, you know, threw 400 more bucks on it for another two units um, and ended up paying the price. But, you know, lock of the night play comes through ever so slightly. 
<laughs> uh, very weird uh, how that fight played out. I was kind of surprised that uh, Brzezinski was able to keep it as close as he did. He pretty much was just throwing output, right, compared to the heavier, more laboring shots from the um, from the Budai side. <clears throat> you know, if we're basing on damage, I feel like the person that did the most damage was um, Budai. You know, I mean, those leg kicks were lethal. Every time he landed, it seemed to be a little bit heavier than what Brzezinski was throwing. Regardless. I'd be lying if I said, you know, I wasn't sweating it out once that decision actually, um, once that decision was read, I was, uh, I was shitting my pants a little bit in terms of whether I should have hit that play or not, but it comes through. We get the gift this time around. I'm sure eventually it'll come back and bite me in the ass. That's the name of the game, right? So shout out to anybody that bet on Brzezinski in terms of, uh, in terms of value, you came out on the right side, right? If you have Brzezinski, he was definitely the value side that night. Unfortunately, you don't get to cash your ticket. Um, so that's the unfortunate part there. Uh, yeah, so solid spot on uh, on Brzezinski to, to get that shot. Uh, Landwehr, Landwehr comes through. You know what I mean, I was a little bit peeved at him for not going for the actual finish a little bit easier, making me sweat more than I should have. Um, you know, luckily he still comes out and gets the win, but I wish I went a little bit deeper on that. Hope I staved some people some money in terms of not betting on Onama there. Uh, Nam, again, I went through it, went to it, uh, a very difficult way, right? I, I played 0.1 units on his round three prop at plus 2200, where I should have just went straight on him one unit at, uh, plus 280 or plus 250, whatever he was at. So I was happy people were able to cash on Nam there, but not due to uh, the Nam via round three prop. Um, Fun fights overall, right? When I was catching up, I'll say this. The one fight that I legitimately just skipped through and glad that I skipped through was, uh, was... The Nunez and Calvillo fight. I don't know how close it actually was. I skipped through it entirely. Saw that Cal, uh, Nunez won. I think it was a split decision, if I'm not mistaken. Hope people were to, hope people were able to cash on that underdog ticket as well. In terms of actual predictions, I believe I went. Let me just quickly look at this. I think I did pretty well. One and 2 and three and four and uh, five and zero, oh, six and zero, oh, six and one. Godinez losing was a huge head scratcher. There, six and zero, oh, or sorry, six and one. I should say, six and two. Mirshar pulling off the upstairs too, as well. Seven and two, eight and two, nine and two, ten and two, ten and three, ten and three on predictions. Not bad. I'll take that. But again, at the end of the day, it comes down to what we bet on. That's what come it comes down to. Um, all right, this show is obviously supposed to be about you guys, supposed to be about the live chat. So let's see what the live chat is saying before I keep blabbering on and boring you guys to death with my rants. <laughs> Sorry, I will say about the Mirshard and Sova fight. You know, I was I was kind of harping on everybody all week. I'm like, hey, make sure you take the violence spot. Fight doesn't go to decision rather than Sova. Uh, in that spot, and I'm glad I warned people to do so because that that's could that is absolutely always live to happen. 
And, you know, shout out to my guy, Luke, from uh, Sparring With Reality Betting, who did the Prop and You Up show with me. And he was one of the few guys that I heard banging the drum for saying, you know, Joe Mirshad's striking is not as bad as people are making it out to be. Yes, it's slow. Yes, it looks labored. But when he's able to put those combinations together, especially late in fights, he can hurt dudes. And that's exactly what happened that night with uh, him hurting Bruno Silva and then going in and getting that choke, getting that finish. Um, so shout out to my guy, Luke, for kind of, Pointing that out on the Prop and You Up show. Um, yeah. So hopefully, hopefully people went with the fight doesn't go to decision rather than the uh, Bruno Silva chalk there. All right, let's see what the live chat is saying here. We got my guy, Lajon Dream, saying, Cruz was looking good until he wasn't. Too bad it wasn't just three rounds. Yes, I agree. Again, shout out to if any of you are in here that I was debating with last week in regards to Cruz versus Vera. Shout out to you guys for calling uh, Vera the way that you guys did. Um, again, I don't want to get into into it in terms of the implied odds and probability and all that type of stuff. Minus two forty for uh, Vera in that situation. Sketchy, but he still goes out there and you know, nails it the way that people expected him to nail it. And that's lose the first couple rounds, come back and eventually get the finish in the, in the later rounds. The spot that I regret again, not pulling the trigger on was the Vera props, uh, the round props, I should say round four, round five, obviously cash is the round four there. Um, and then shout out to my guy, Moise audio, put me on blast on Twitter, put me a part of that carousel thing there. <laughs> it was only a little thing. All he said was, uh, uh, I think Cruz is done or something like that. And I'm like, hey, don't put that bad juju out here. And uh, then he follows it up with a clip of Vera flatlining, um, flatlining Cruz, whatever is what it is. All right. Uh, Muller138 saying, if I would have listened to your Cashora pick, I would have taken down the 20K captain contest on DK. I had Nate the training captain, only 2% owned. Wow. See, again, I was happy to still call some underdog spots. Maybe not Dominic Cruz, but that's what I will be known for as the guy that bet Dominic Cruz. And they'll co completely forget about the fact that I had Nate the Train. They'll complete, completely forget about the fact that I had Tyson Nam. But that's the game we play. Um, Lodge One Dream saying, I got second in the MMAR DK League by less than a friggin' point. Still won 100 bucks, but really wanted that first. Not bad. Uh, I'm in the chat. That's my guy right there. Appreciate you stopping by. Don't know if he's still here. Don't know if he withstood my 10 minutes of MMA rambling that he has no idea about. Asher Quinn in the chat. Good morning to you, my friend. Lazarus Dream saying, glad you're feeling a bit better. I am. I just like, you know, when you talk and you have a sore throat and you feel it kind of in your ears, that's what I'm feeling right now. So hopefully it doesn't give out on me too much as I do the rest of my streams this week. Papa Chuck, appreciate you, my friend. Paizo, appreciate you as well. Mike Morris saying, who was the lock of the week last week? I missed it. It was Martin Budai. Don't know if I completely deserve to win that fight, but uh, I'm glad to cash the ticket nonetheless. Um, let's see here. Gunny saying, how come UFC didn't resign Burgos? Did he not get offered another contract? I think it was more so like, the guy's 11 fights into his UC career realize he's probably not going to be, be able to compete for a title. So why keep going and fighting for 60 K a fight when you could probably go out there and fight for a million and possibly get paid six figures per fight from the, uh, 
from the masses over there at PFL. So I think that the UFC probably did propose another, um, you know, they probably did offer him another contract, um, but he didn't like what he saw. So what that leads me to believe is that he went into the Jordan fight saying, okay, let me go prove myself that I deserve to have a better contract. And, you know, a lot of people thought Jordan won that fight. Maybe the UFC thought so as well, so probably didn't meet his terms. He's not going to be a champion, so he's not going to make a million dollars fighting in the UFC. He can make a million dollars fighting in the PFL. I don't hate it. Asher Quinn said, I think the cruise bet was good. Would take it again for sure. Oof. I would as well, but, you know, I'd probably be a little bit more open-minded to taking a small prop shot on um, the round four, round five. Chito Vera. Um, Asher Quinn saying, I saw people on Twitter putting X's on the record before the Budai decision was read. <laughs> I probably would have too. I, you know, it was, it was a, Brzezewski was up on numbers. That's the main thing, right? I think the more damaging shots, like I said, probably came from the, from the Budai side, but the numbers is hard to, uh, the numbers are hard to go up against and, and refute. Um, would I make that bet again? Probably not. Would I, would I play the over? I'd consider that maybe my expectations of Budai have now dwindled a little bit. But, uh, yeah, shout out to Brzezewski for going out there and performing much better than I expected. Gunny saying, I don't agree. Brzezewski hurt Budai multiple times and seemed to be the fresh, fresher fighter. I agree. I don't think he hurt him either. Um, you know, a lot of those, he did, actually, I lied. In that first round, he hurt him. You could see an absolute wobble from uh, Budai there. But still, close one. Lajon Dream saying, I was so surprised Budai got not, but thank goodness he did. Yes, I agree. Socrates F saying, I made over two grand off of four $10 parlays ducking fucking pumped for this week. I hope you can keep the momentum going. Don't, I'll, one thing I'll recommend, don't get too crazy with your bankroll, right? Yeah, you know I mean, don't go out there and throw a shit ton of money just because you won money from the last week. Just try to carry it over. Try to manage it correctly so you don't deplete your two grand right away. Rick the Ruler saying, I lost a ticket on Cruz. Thought he was running until he lost. All good. Lock is what it is. Can't win them all. Yes. Try to just cash value when we can see it, but also try to take into consideration the finishing capabilities of other guys. Lazron Dreams saying, Landwero Onama was fucking insane. That was a crazy fight, eh? Absolutely insane fight there. Paz was saying, Calvio Nunes fight was awful good. I'm glad that I fucking skipped on it. <laughs> Urso saying, sup, lock, R.I.P. Cruz, R.I.P. Cruz. The guy's done with. You know what? Now, depending on who they would match him up with, as long as the guy's not a super heavy hitter, I'd consider betting on him again if I could get close enough odds or good enough odds. Bro, I honestly don't think anyone won the Calvio Nunes fight. That shit was got awful good. I, I made the right choice. I made the right choice. Um... 
Mala won three eights, and Nunez scored 46 points, and Cavalier scored 41. Wow. That is nuts. Yeah, that was a dog shit fight then. Asher Quinn saying Nunez that plus money was great value all day. Only question for me was a pregnancy intangible, which I don't think is actually much of a factor. I agree. I would have to agree there. I think people are reading into it a little bit too much. Paizo DFS saying Godinez was the all-time stunt. I don't know if I can forgive this check. How do you not wrestle when you just did the last fight? Weird, weird game plans on this card. I'll give it to Hell though, right? Like, I think Godinez was trying to wrestle, but she was flashing the knee. She was flashing the uppercut. I just thought we would see her go for a little bit more. So not a good look on the Godinez side, but I still think that could potentially give us a decent line on her in future fights. You know? I don't mind taking another shot on her, uh, depending on the matchup that she gets up next. Shout out for uh, Angela Hill going out there and dispelling my whole thing about saying that that was a um, it was a setup for her retirement, based on the fact that they moved the fight up to San Diego. Lodge on Dream saying Locks Gabby Garcia was two fights off of cashing me a seven thousand dollar ticket. Fuck, so close, so close. My savior was Misha round three sub plus 2,800 just a sprinkle, but it still made me in plus. Nice. I like it. Um, Luke is a beaut. He is absolutely. David Dean saying, Lock, you were 100% correct with GM3 over Silva. Silva performance was shocking. I think I still picked Silva to win, but I was just saying, hey, be very careful. Like, Silva is not a lock by any means. And it turns out that Boudet probably was, shouldn't have been a lock either, considering how close that fight was. <laughs> Lazarus Dream saying, Vera got to be the best person to bet, live bet on, which I sprinkled after round two. Yeah, I could see that as well. Not to mention, I'll say this. When I when I watch the fights, like on Fight Pass, it obviously tells you how many minutes are left in your stream. Or sorry, not in your stream, but like in the fight itself or in, in the event video. And I saw that, you know, going into the fight, there was only 25 minutes left in this video. I'm like, ah, that means that there's a finish. And hey, Dominic Cruz was trying to look like he was throwing heat, right? Like when he would blitz for it and throw all those shots. Like I see 78 sounds saying Dom looked like he couldn't hit hard with the punches. It looked like he was throwing, he was trying to throw hard. So I'm like, hey, maybe there's an, an opportunity where he maybe clipped Vera and finished him or something like that. <laughs> but I was just being too optimistic. Aaron saying, lock my son. I mean, dad, what up? <laughs> What's going on, brother? Um, let's see. Asher Quinn saying, the only thing I would say about Vera is this. If you thought he was winning, you should have absolutely slammed his money line in between round two and round three. Was plus 100 to plus 140 from what I heard. Dom up 2-0 was completely expected. Absolutely. I wish I got to watch the fights live because I probably would have got in on that as well. But again, I, I fucked up by not taking the round four, round five prop for Vera either, which I knew was absolutely in play and live. Uh, on Dream saying Tori slipped my mind when watching the fights and I was into it. I agree. Uh, Sanson's Badaya weight on 290 on fight night. And the guy was still, you know, moving forward. His cardio looked good. It's crazy how big that dude is. Paizo DFS saying Vera live bet continues to be profitable. Got him at minus 114 after round one. 
and plus 125 after round two and had the Varen round four probably basically saved my night because of Godinez. Yeah. Godinez really screwed the pooch there for a lot of us. Adder in a three-unit parlay with the Silva and Mearshart fight doesn't go to decision. Aaron saying that non-prediction. I, I called it. I just wish I bet more than the point one unit on the round three win. Rick DeRuler saying the Nam KO was crazy. I bet against Jose with Adeshev and lose. Still can't believe he was that good and pass on the Nam fight. He gets smoked. Smack my head. Of backed, should have backed Nam and stuck with my first mind. Yeah. Again, I know O'Day's like he's good, but he's good at just finishing guys. But if he can't finish guys, he might get finished himself or he might end up losing as well. But I was bad too. Hey, he got the win. <laughs> Asher Quinn saying, Yeah, I was on Cruz, but I was screaming in the Discord about it. Great value spot for Cheeto backers. Yes. Somehow I stole that bet, but I felt bad. <laughs> Respect lock, you put out Dana White contention stage breakdown. Yes, I'll be doing that later this evening. Uh, stay tuned for that. It will be much later this evening, but it will definitely be out tonight. And he's saying when they show the replay of very kicking Cruz, you could see his nose indenting upon impact in slow mo. It was crazy as fuck. Yeah, that 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 was crazy. Seeing that happen was nuts. He's not being involved. PFL easy one money one mil. Yeah, I agree. I agree about that. Cruz would have won three-rounder. Absolutely. Asher Quinn saying, do you think you got thrown off by betting O'Day Nam money line by how wide the line was? Um, I, I I don't think it was because of the line. Like, I absolutely even said that, like, the line is wide. I, I don't know why I didn't pull the trigger. I think I just, I got a little bit of cold feet considering the fact that, like, I bet Landwehr, and I'm like, are there these many big underdogs that are actually going to be able to pull it off? Like I had Cruz, I had Landwehr. I'm trying to remember the the other big dog that I had, but I had another big dog. Um, I don't know. I just ended up going with the round three prop instead. I should have just gone with the KO is what it is. West Coast saying, wow, Cruz got KTFO. Yes, he did. He unfortunately did. Gunny saying, yeah, me either. Plus, we're going to get some good spots on him in PFL fights, possibly. Aaron grabbed Cheeto Live plus 210. That's a beautiful line. Jasher goes saying, told you all week I was on cruise up until fight morning. Got feeling said very KO. I hate to see it in a whole cruise doesn't retire, but he probably does. He probably should. Speaking of retirements, Roy McDonald retired this past weekend as well. You know, I, I that was one where I didn't mind the results being spoiled for me. So like while I was at the barbecue, I was looking at the PFL results and I saw him get knocked out. I was like, ooh, not a good look. It's probably time to hang it up. And lo and behold, the guy hangs it up. So unfortunate that he's never been the same since that second Robbie Lawler fight. But uh, he had a fun career, fun times. Hope he manages to come out and, um, you know, have a have a good business, something that he can fall back on. Mr. Always Prophet said, well, I'm dead on the lock night. Had Silva, dude looked injured and off from the start. Should have just went with Chito. But a lot of people I respect thought Silva was better play. Wow. Fight doesn't go to the decision was the play in that fight, in my opinion. <laughs> Josh goes saying, everyone on Costa KO this week. Sure, Rockhold has a glass chamber. but I think he hurts him with a body kick, and Luke is the best top game in all of MMA still. I don't know. Uh, I, I lean Costa quite significantly here, right? Like, I, I don't like leaning on guys with KO um, upside, or only KO upside, but I think he can win a decision as well. You know, I, I really don't think that Rockhold's chin will transfer properly after this layoff as well 
Minus 285 on Costa. I don't mind it. KO was most likely, let's be honest. But, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of chalky spots coming up this week. A lot of, a lot of chalky spots where you're like, hmm, is it worth the chalk? And I think a lot of the chalk actually comes through this week. Mr. Always Profit saying, I've been on Angela Hill's a dog in so many of her fights. The one time I feel my grocery wins. It always happens like that. It happens to me too, where like I I bet an underdog all the time. The one time I don't bet them, they end up winning. So got to be careful. Socrates saying, yeah, I'm a parlay guy, but I make about 10 to 15 parlays, all $10. Not bad. Cruz versus Edgar makes a lot of sense. I don't mind seeing that. You know, let the old timers go at it. Jazz saying, give me Cruz against Edgar and it's max bet. I might agree with you there. I'd probably be there as well. Corey Yipo saying, going AJ Fletcher, big all winnings going on Rockhold. Wow. All winnings going on Rockhold. I like the AJ Fletcher spot. Not so much the... Uh, not so much the rock cold spot. Mr. Always Profit saying thoughts on Legs tweet. He was bashing people doing minus 200 to minus 30 on Tito because he was down 2-1 on scorecards, but Tito could have won by early finish, late finish, or a decision. I think... Like, I get where Legs is coming from, but people don't want to give it any credence because it's a torn-up bet. I just don't understand the whole thing of, you know, coming out and and being that guy. Like, I don't want to be that guy. Legs is that guy. <laughs> and I respect him for it, for doing it every single time, no matter whether a bet hits or, or uh, you know, hits or loses. But, like, is what it is. I'll, I'll, take my, I'll take my loss on the chin. I'll keep it moving forward. That's why the only thing I tweeted about the fight afterwards, like once I caught up and finally got back uh, into the real world or back on social media was, you know, my, my bet that I lost, and then the tweet about this stream saying, come rag on me about my cruise loss. That's all I need to say. I lost my bet. I'll take it on the chin. We move on. That's it. Just as I win a bet. If I win a bet, I'll, I might gloat about it a little bit, <laughs> but uh, it, it won't be over the top. Five rounds makes a big difference in that fight. I agree. We obviously saw it, right? Like, Cruz would have won... 2-1 should that have been three rounds. But it wasn't a three-rounder. It was a five-rounder. Jason is saying legs was right. Minus 200 on Cheeto Prefire was not a good bet. It's true. It is true. But nobody wants to hear it, and I don't want to be the guy banging that drum even after losing my cruise bet. Mr. Always Profit saying, I don't agree. Cheeto was live to finish from round one. If I'm laying minus 200, I want my guy to be able to win at any time. And Cheeto was live to win in any round or decision. And I'm a guy that has really started to become a a straight bet kind of guy. So I don't knock anybody for not wanting to bet props pre-flop or if they don't have access to live bet, then the only chance you have is Cheeto pre-bet. So I get it, but I don't. <laughs> Gunny saying, I thought Lucino was going to try to wrestle too. Neither one of those bras did what they were supposed to do. Um, Godinez didn't put much effort into taking a hold down and wasn't being aggressiveness. Lucindo, you know, she was cracking. She was landing some good shots on the feet, but I think she was getting cracked in response as well, which is why she couldn't wrestle as much. And same thing with um, same thing with Godinez. You got to respect the the flashing of the uppercut, the flashing of the knee from the hillside, because I think that does play with a, a wrestler's psyche a lot. 
And Godinez was landing some big shots on the feet, right? Let's not forget she hurt Hill pretty bad in that first round. So maybe she had some confidence in her striking to be like, hey, I could still have confidence here. But it seemed to me that she was starting to slow down and then Hill was really starting to pick it up. Renew saying hope all as well. What did you think of Yardigui in the fight overall? I think she looked good. You know, we, we saw that chick really bite down on the mouthpiece and try to swing with her, but she they couldn't. Um, I think I think Yaragui could be a problem in this division. We just got to wait and see. Solid for first fight for her, though. Uh, Jason Comtois and Chito Live. Uh, in the distance, live or late round pops are all better than Moneyline. I agree. Tristan saying, you think Span has upset chances over Reyes? I think Ryan can KO him or win a decision. I think Reyes should win that spot. And I'm not willing to call Reyes super chinny yet, right? Like, he got beat up to the body and then overheaded by Blahovich. He got fucking sent to the shadow realm by Yuri Prohaska. Ryan Span, you know, big power, but I don't know if he has that diversity and strikes that Blahovich has. And I don't think he has the raw KO power that... Um that Prohaska had. So depending on the odds, I think Reyes, you know, very good spot for him to go out there and turn things around. Mr. Always Prophet saying, as started, Vera could could have took round three to five to win a decision. He also could have finished cruising round one. He did hurt him on numerous occasions, right? So I could see that. Nick Sisson saying, Dom looked really, really good the first round and a half. Yes. And then it did tremendously start to fall off for him. Mr. Always Prophet saying I had a horrible card. She'll build me out. Had him Moneyline and KO. Should have just did Cheeto and Azamat. Silver, fuck me and Loopy. I wish I t- took that bet on... Um, I wish I took the bet on Azamat. That's one spot that I ended up passing on as well. I think it was just a lot of people like... You know, all I heard that whole week was Clark, Clark, Clark. And I think I kind of let that get to me. I should have taken the shot at minus 145. When I saw I go back up to minus 150, I kind of had some cold feet. Didn't end up pulling the trigger there. But yeah, shout out to everybody that stood firm on Azmat, even though everybody and their mother seemed to be on the outs- uh, on the other side. Erso said, Tyson, I'm smiling at the start of the fight. Told me he was going to kill O'Day, yike. And as a big dog as well. Yes. MMA betting prodigy saying early lean for Aldo versus Merab. It's definitely Aldo, and especially at plus money. Um, but I think I will try to temper my expectations of Aldo a little bit, considering the thing, considering what happened with Cruz. Right, like we gotta give credence to the fact that these guys are getting older. But if Aldo's takedown defense holds up, I think he fucks up Merab on the feet. Gotta say, Cachoeira was the other one. Yeah, Cachoeira. Glad she got the win the way that she did. Fuck. Paizo DFS saying, I wish I bet Nam KO2. I was right there with you, Lock. I had Ram, Nam round two and round three, and he was one of my most confident dogs. Can't believe I just didn't bet the KO. Exactly. Straight bets, guys. Straight bets is where it's at. Like, even last night or, or this past weekend, on straight bets, I was profitable. I think it was like plus two units on uh, straight bets alone, and that continues to go up. Like... That is my bread and butter, plus 1.92 units on straight bets. Got to be more cognizant of that. Tristan saying shout out to Rory. He's from my area. Yes. BC boy. Loves on Dream saying Bisbing dropped some very interesting tidbits on the BT Sport preview show about Rockhold. Perla said he hasn't been sparring much and his training has been inconsistent. 
Load up on Costa by KO, boys. <laughs> I know he's older, but the guy is durable and hits hard. Ode is reckless, kind of played out how we thought. Yeah. Like, you see how easy he was to hit? Like, see how easy it was to, to get clipped, especially with some of those, like, half-assed flying knees that he used to run? San Sensible of our saying, Shadow BC, Rory, a Hall of Famer to me. For the for the fights that he provided, sure. I don't know if as an actual fighter he'll go in as a um as a Hall of Famer. Gunny saying Costa wins. I agree. Costa's wake looks like it's going down well too. Yes. Doesn't look like he's half assing it like he was going into that Vittori fight. NS saying, thanks to your best hedge, I pushed myself to Bavaria KO in a two-leg parlay. Still lost units overall thanks to Silva and Onama, but I scraped back over two units thanks to the very KO. Appreciate you. Appreciate the love and support as always. That's why I like to put the best hedge under every single matchup in the best bets and props article on Patreon because in case anybody does feel shaky about it, I will let you know the best way to hedge it. MMA betting prodigy saying, think Costa's power is overblown. Is blown out of proportion. When has he ever got a one-shot KO win in the UFC? But with a guy like Rockhold, I think he clips on him. I think he clips him more often. And not to mention, that that Vittori fight was pretty close, and he didn't even try that fight, it seemed like, right? Like, remember the whole lead-up to that fight was like, he's not going to cut weight. It's a 205-pound bout now. Like, I thought he was going to slow down after round three, but he kept going, and he made it a close fucking fight. Vittori deserved to win that fight, but... Even on his worst day, he's having close fights with some of the top five guys in that division. We'll see. MMA betting prodigy saying Luke looks in great shape leading into this one. I agree, but mm, that chin, guys. That chinny chin chin. That was the first guy Blahovich ever KO'd, if I'm not mistaken. Or was it Corey Anderson? Uh, at, at least the you know it was because of that fight that the myth of the Polish power came through. Gunny saying, I got a six-five parlay that I know hits. Usman, Albazi, Pedro. Pedro who? Oh, Tyson Pedro. Ooh. Never want to have Tyson Pedro at minus 750. I don't give a fuck if it's Harry Hansek or not. Romanov, I think that fight plays out closer than the odds suggest. Maverick, I agree. Costa, I agree. Romanov and Pedro, I'd be a little bit sketched out about personally. Joshua goes saying, lock for Saturday is Maverick easy money. Yeah, but... You know, I don't want to be that guy that hits on a minus 450 and says easy money. <laughs> Maverick should win. Who's the parlay piece that you're putting her with? Hunter Silver saying there was a time where Rockhold would have been minus 175 against Rock, uh, Costa. I agree. This is not that time, though. Mr. Always Profit saying, I feel the only way you bet Cruz in that spot is decision only. That's what I should have done. That's what I should have done. But... Here we are, <laughs> Monday after, where I get uh, where I didn't end up doing that. Uh, Nick Sisson saying, I don't care if I want money on him. Nate is a complete fucking idiot. Has the intelligences of a bag of rocks. Had me so pissed off at the end of the third round. He should have went in there and finished that fight. He should have went in there and finished that fight. Mr. Always Prophet saying, loving Usman, Maverick Parlay here. That might be the spot. That might be the spot to go. 
Kenny's saying, yeah, but losing the ground game is what she's known for. That is true. I don't know why she didn't lay on it a little bit more. San Sense Boulevard saying any insight as to what booking Canada is best for getting props early in the week. Hate having to wait until on Thursday for all the props and totals. Yeah, like I was waiting for the Ontiveros props a long time. Um, I'd say Bet Online. Bet Online is one that we have access to in Canada that usually drops them first. Yeah, I got to say Bet Online. Maybe Betway as well. How did I know my guess that Batman, I get the way he is built, but his cardio has held up, but that was crazy. Has his cardio held up, though? Like, the, like I don't think we have legit data to suggest that he has amazing cardio to begin with. Like, he's not a complete gas bag like Ontiveros or some of these other guys like Claudio Silva, but, like, he lost a decision to Mason Jones. He won in the second round against Garrett Armfield, but he's had a third-round victory over Justin Overton, who's... You know, let's be honest, not a great skill level, but like we saw him slow down in the Mason Jones fight. You could say that's due to short notice. Now we saw him slow down here as well. So, yeah, got to be careful. Um, Ricky Chow saying lost 2700 on Onama because Cross's video about Onama's cardio and chased $3 million bet. This, this this is a I love James. James is my guy. But I want to say one thing, and this is what some everybody needs to hear out clear as day. It does not matter how much somebody bets on a person. The monetary value behind what somebody bets on a fighter should not matter. It's how have those guys done in those spots in previous times. That should give you the confidence, not because they're putting one bet. And how much more bias can it get than betting on the guy that you're co-hosting, you know, a fighter of the guy who you're co-hosting for? Onama wasn't the spot, guys. And again, I only went half unit on uh, on Landwehr myself, but I knew damn right to not go out there and bet so heavily on the on the Onama side. Corey Yipo saying Luke Rocco said he would abuse Bo Nickel. Bo wouldn't stand a chance. Mm, I don't know about that. Bo got power. Bo can knock him out. <laughs> uh, Mirab just going to lay on top of him. I'm not I'm not uh, sold. That's exactly what's going to happen. Isaiah saying Aldo takedown defense is suspect. I got to go back and run the tape. Not 100% sure as of yet. From what I remember, it's been great. How it's held up over the last couple of fights, I'm not sure. Tristan Sherrill saying early lean in Darian Weeks versus Johan Leiness at 279 September 10th. I got to lean Weeks there. I think he has the better chance to, to win that fight overall. Johan, again, a KO or bust kind of guy. Urso saying, yeah, straight bets is the way to go, but don't want to bet to minus 300 every week. I think that's why I chase underdogs, but also carefully picking my spots. Did lose good money on Cruz, though. Yeah. You can parlay in those spots, but again, like if you feel really, really good about a guy, at least you're getting a percentage back compared to getting nothing back and skipping on that spot. You just have to really feel good about it. 
Ricky Charles saying, should we bet the house on Pedro Woodson, Shemaya, Parlay? Uh, never, ever tie house and uh, Pedro together. <laughs> that's all I got to say. We're talking about a Pedro that slowed down and got beat by a, whatever, 2018, 2019 version of Shogun. Not a good look. Uh, Woodson and Shemaya, I like, but I think the Woodson fight could end up playing out close as well. And maybe betting prodigy setting in to counter your point, or I think Luke has a bad, as bad a chin as people suspect. Um, it's more of his lack of striking defense. True, but like, like Blahovich hurt him so bad. Gotta believe that Costa will be able to do the same thing. Gunny's saying Hunsucker is pure dog shit. I don't care. I think, honestly, I think the same thing of Pedro. Maybe not to the extent of Hunsucker, but I still think the, uh, the same of Pedro. <laughs> Ricky Char, I think Bruno Silva's striking looks worse than we thought it would. He was winging punches and gassed. Yeah, I was surprised at how much he did slow down, though, considering how many late finishes he's had in his career. So, not a good look for Bruno Silva there. Paizo DFS saying, how do you think the light heavyweight fights at the top should go down? Person think Glover versus Yuri should be run back and Hill should face Uncle Live. Jan should be the odd one out. Do Jan versus Uzdemir or Jan versus... Uh, have they done Jan versus Krylov yet? It, I think that might be a rematch if they have uh, anything. But I like that way. I like the Glover year rematch and the Hail on Kalav for number one contender. I like it. Socrates F saying um, DFS had a nice little rant about Lupita with the watch. Please do summarize if you can. I'd love to hear what he's saying. Jazz saying uh, Maverick fight doesn't go to decision. In the Pedro fight, Usman Edwards over one and a half. Not bad. I don't mind those spots. Lajon Dream saying Betway usually only has props for the main and Coleman event or important fights earlier, but all other fights usually come around then. There you go. Man, I thought Edwards is better than he is. After watching tape, I overrated him. Don't let that last round against Nate Diaz diminish what his actual skill set is. He's going to be the better striker this weekend. I just don't know if he'll be able to handle what Usman will be throwing his way. With the wrestling and striking. Nate was out in round one. Onama woke him up. Thank God he did. <laughs> Shay's lying probably at 30K, not million. Yeah. And that's that's the clickbaitest type of stuff people like to throw out there. So people are talking about it. We're talking about it, right? We are talking about it. Lajuan Dream saying, would like to see what Shay had to say about that. I think they are doing another card preview this week. I'm sure they will. I'm sure he'll have to answer for it as people are going to start ragging on him as they are now going to find out about uh, as they are now going to find about the hate that is comes with giving predictions and giving bold predictions like that. Imagine losing three million on Nama, that dude is clown. There you go. MD saying, Marab, lock of the night. Ballsy, ballsy, ballsy. Moise, Moise in the chat. Exactly, Rick, it's a lie. How are you going to do, do me like that on the timeline, bro? <laughs> I know nobody is safe in the, the carousel, not even the predictors themselves. But that hurt. That hurt. <laughs> all good, all good. We can't get them all right, right? Basil Hazelwood saying, Dom Reyes and Ryan Span just booked for MSG. I like it. Good return fight for Reyes, honestly. MD saying, Marab, Romanov, Costa, Kamaru, Parlay, Easy Dub. Romanov, I'm a little bit sketched out about, same as I am with Marab as well. Uh, Asher Quinn saying, terrified that Costa pillow hands, T-Rex arm can't find long Luke's uh, Rocco's glass. I think he'll find it. I think he'll find it. 
Nishal was Prophet saying, everyone dogging the 28-28 in Onama. I don't mind it. Round one was Onama. Round two, 10-8 Nate. Round three was closer than people think. Really wish Nate lost for being a dumbass. Hey, I'm glad Nate won for people paying minus 300 on Onama. We need fights like that to happen for people to realize that you can't just go out there and bet relatively unproven guys at such heavy chalk against experienced guys. Both on the beat saying, no, Dana White dancing with the stars tomorrow. Uh, yes, I will be dropping the uh, the breakdowns for that later this evening. So keep your eyes peeled for a live stream. Don't want to give you guys the time yet since, since I haven't completed the studying on it, but it will be before I hit the sack tonight. Hunter Silver's saying, uh, Yan had his hangman's rope for the Rockhold fight. It does not count. That was a straight-up defined intervention. We'll see. We'll see. Krilov is fighting. Lose to me, brother. Oh, okay. I, I think that's on the uh, Abu Dhabi card, right? Or at least the, the 281 card. Uh, yeah, maybe winner of that gets uh, Blahovich. Not uh, Yeah, Blahovich. Who knows? Asher Quinn saying, I'm not moved by the Blahovich cost of comparison. I think Blahovich has way more power on people. Ray costs his power harder than it should be uh, because of his physique. Ooh, I kind of disagree on that. If there's anybody's chin that's going to get rocked, it's going to be Rockhold, in my opinion. Aaron saying, Dvalishvili plus Usman Edwards goes a distance. Lock. I don't mind it, but again, Marab, I'm a little bit sketched out about. Tristan Charles saying Jason Webb being KO three times to the point that he looks like he's in another planet is really sad. Tough for his wife to see that. Yeah. Not a good look. I wish I went with the Quinlan KO myself. Cross and the crew are doing a full car breakdown for 278. He should be doing my coach's main event uh, marathon show as well. Just got to lock down times with these guys. Mr. Always Prophet saying I didn't even watch the Nate fight. It was there live, but he beat pretty trash competition lately and he struggled against Russell Pons. Think he is a little chinny as well. Again, Onama hasn't proved that he should be a minus 300. A lot of that was based on the fact that um, that Landro was KO in two of his last four fights, right? That's where that minus 300 comes from. So if that's what you believe in, then take the KO prop on Onama, right? That's how you play that fight. Asher's saying some of the salt going Shay's way is ridiculous. Just got to fight wrong. Hap- wrong it happens. Yes. Again, this is this is the game. When we step into the seat, when we make predictions, when we make bold predictions even, whether it's laying $3 million on a fighter or betting a plus 200 underdog against a you know widely favored favorite, um, we got to do it. Asher Quinn saying thought it was us versus the bookies, guys. That's what it should be, but that's not always how it pans out with some people. Mr. Always Prophet saying he's been rocked a few times. He has. He definitely has. Moise Ario saying, carousel for comedic relief. Yes. <laughs> Corey Yipo saying, do you think uh, Kashora was born a man because nothing hits like a truck? <laughs> She has that, uh, if I'm not mistaken, she was like a crack addict or something, right? She has that crack addict in her. That's what it is. Derek Wilcox saying, pretty rough pay-per-view card. I don't mind it. I honestly don't mind it. Aaron saying, I was catching up. Who said Costa has no power? He hits like a truck. Bezos saying, Costa fires means kicks, though. Yes, he does. Mr. Always Prophet saying, hell, take it. Landwehr is going to be a big-ass fade next time. They make the Billy Q fight. Billy Q will be my lock. Oof. I don't know. I think we got to continue to give uh, Nate the train a little bit more respect, guys. Do you really think Costa 
let's see here. Do you think really Costa is running his own Twitter? Is it is he that intentionally funny? I think he is. I think he is. Ash Quinn saying, Oh, yeah, for sure. All of this with all of this, I'm still picking Costa around one KO. That should come through. Uh Edward's Nate fight. Luke's kicks have more impact than Costa's. Luke's Luke's a nasty kicker. Let's not forget about that. How do you not watch the best fight of the night, especially if you're there live? <laughs> yeah. How do you feel about UFC letting pass steroid users in the UFC without much consequences? In my opinion, they should get a two-year ban. Uh I think they they're giving them the a pass because they might be like, hey, I didn't know this was in my supplement. You know, there, there's things that could happen where these guys should be given a a little bit of leniency. But I don't know. It's it's tough. It's a tough cookie to crack. Um. Everybody's on steroids, let's be honest. Ricky Charles saying, I bet took out on a stadium while watching what Bruno Silva was doing. Chris Heisenbutel saying, is this stream exclusively to this coming week's card or can we ask about anything? This stream is about any and everything. You know what I mean? MMA lock talks are about anything the chat wants to talk about. I will not refrain from any topics. Or some more, Becky saying, I might bet Tybura kind of like a style against Romanoff. I agree, too. I think it's a closer fight than the odds suggest, guys. And we saw what happened in that Espino fight, right? Espino, a much better grappler and wrestler than Tybura. I understand that. But we can't overlook the possibility that uh, Tybura can, you know, survive early and then really put it on him later in that fight. Moisadio saying Queen Cachoeira. Yes, happy to cash on that. Uh, Evan Crawl in the chat. Appreciate you stopping by, my friend. Edwards has one fight over the past two years and is in getting a title fight. All I got to say. I think it's just based on the... Uh, it's, it's, it's based on the state of the welterweight division. Like, Usman's pretty much beat all the top guys at welterweight. And Edwards has been sitting around waiting for his shot, so... I don't mind it. Asher Quinn saying Paulo Costa is the second most talented fighter in the, his gym anyway. Natalia Silva, supremacy. This guy knows Natalia Silva came through. Aaron saying I like the guys on the juice. Good bets, in my opinion. I agree. Nico saying monkeys forever. Okay, cool. Nani saying steroids should be illegal in MMA. They should be legal in MMA. I disagree. They should be legal in team sports where, you know, you're not hitting the other guy. Maybe, maybe not... Um, football either but like if you're hitting a ball with a bat if you're hitting a puck with a uh, a stick you know um, basketball fucking do it go balls to the wall in basketball but not in contact sports in my opinion i guess hockey is a contact sport too tim saying what are you thinking about islam versus charles i'm leaning islam but i don't have a huge a huge sway in it myself I'll likely look to bet violence in that fight. Like under two and a half, under three and a half is what I'd be looking at. And Tristan Charles saying well, there will be less, way less KOs though. I do agree that KO or steroids help your durability. 
just watch Exhibit A, sorry, Exhibit A, Bigfoot Silva against Mark Hunt 1, and then watch the rematch and tell me steroids don't help people's durability. <laughs> Uh, Basil saying any fighters you dislike for any reason could be boring funny style or their personality. Angela Hill, I'm not a big fan of myself. Um, if you guys remember Sergio Moraes, I just didn't like how happy that guy was all the time. I don't know why. <laughs> like he always used to come out to the song Happy by Pharrell. Um, yeah, th those are like the only two that really come to my mind. Again, nothing personal against them. It's just, they just rub me the wrong way for some reason. Chris saying, what are your opening thoughts for Marina Rodriguez versus Lemos? I like Lemos quite a lot. Uh, or sorry, uh, Marina Rodriguez quite a lot. You know, um, Lemos will likely land a takedown or two and she might be able to get something going with her jiu-jitsu, which is why I'm not going to go lock the night deep on Marina Rodriguez. But like, I, I think the last time I checked that line, it was minus 150 on Rodriguez. I'd probably go like three units at minus 150. You know, she's the better overall striker. She may not have as much power as Lemos, but she takes Lemos very well. She, you know, She's a good minute winner as well. I like Rodriguez quite a lot there. <clears throat> Asher saying, is, is Espino still in the UFC? I'm excited to watch him again. He is, but man, he's getting up there in age and he doesn't fight that often. So it's a little annoying, honestly. Nathan saying, Islam absolutely destroys Charles. Oof. Charles continues to prove us wrong time and time again, man. I would watch the steroid Olympics. <laughs> I would too. I would too. <clears throat> I'm sure you guys can hear my, my throat starting to get fucky again, but I still got another six to seven minutes with you guys. I'll hang with you guys. going to have to take my Benadryl and all that shit after this. So I uh, have enough of a voice to do the contender series breakdown for you guys later this evening. Um, Aaron's saying I will watch the steroid Olympics. Paizo DFS saying Romanov looks like he's taking things seriously now. His physique looks much better than the last fight. He's trimming the fat. Him and Spivak stock going up. They are. Asher Quinn saying Edwards has fought two times per year since like 2014. I was booked to turn in 2020 before Hamza fell out twice because of COVID. Fought Bilal too. Edwards tower shot should have happened a long time ago. Overdue. I agree. Um, yeah, and great point in terms of bringing up the, the failed Hamza fights, right? That was a fight he didn't need to take, but he took it on multiple occasions and they just never panned out. So it's not his fault. Uh, Gunny saying, not going to lie, I couldn't believe Clint tweeted GM3 finished round three, two minutes before, two minutes left five days ago, and the motherfucker actually happened. Clint's got some plays, guys. Don't, don't rag on the guy too much since he's going through a rough stretch right now, but he's definitely got some plays. The 90s saying, who you got between Brady and Bilal? I, I got to go with Brady, but, you know, from what apparently what a lot of people are saying about Brady in his last fight against Kies, I got to go back and watch that back. Look, I don't remember it being, you know, so much to the point that Brady's stock has dropped. Um, but I, I got to go back and watch that fight again. Pizzo saying, Danilo Marquez, one of the worst fighters to watch. Yeah, he's, I hated that guy. I absolutely hated that guy. I faded him, bit me in the ass, I think, twice. And then when I finally backed him, Motherfucker went out there and just fucked shit up. <laughs> now he's saying, oh, fuck this guy. He's too fucking happy. Like what? I love him. I love that guy. That's my dude. 
Uh, Ricky Chow's best bet of the year was minus three sixty on Vera. Finish only any decision would be no wet. Uh, would be no bet. Only way to way. Only way to lose is a cruise finish. Yeah, I don't mind it. You know that that was a great spot if you were able to take advantage of that. Was Audio saying if Lemosh has a lesbian truck driver syndrome, she won't attempt a takedown. Then she's gonna get fucked up. <laughs> She'll get fucked up on the feet, in my opinion. Aaron got uh, I got Charles Club and Sub. By the way, shout out to the, the commentators for finally getting on the club and sub terminology, right? I can't believe we haven't really heard that much on commentary. They must have seen that on MMA Twitter somewhere. Um, but yeah, finally using club and sub. And then fucking Bisbing just trying to go club and dub. Shut up, Mike. <laughs> Shut up. Always trying to add your own spin to things. Dern versus Yao Nan early prediction. I love Xiao Nan. She is one of my favorite fighters. But I think even just one takedown here from Dern will fuck Xiao Nan up. We saw what Carla was able to do. But like I'm not sure if I'm willing to invest in I would I'd take Dern if she was plus money here. Let's put it that way. Other than that, I, I probably want nothing to do with it. Maybe uh fight doesn't go to decision prop. That might be the way to go. So Mom Becky saying, yeah, that fighter rubbed me the wrong way too. Mine is Bill Algio because I absolutely hate his, hate his nickname. Uh, I do have a little bit of a hatred towards Algio as well, even though he won me a, a bet or he almost won me a bet last time. I had round three slash decision when he fought Herbert Burns. I wish he stayed a little bit off of Burns and allowed him to make it to the third round, but is what it is. But the one thing about Bill Algio, I remember when he got signed to the UFC short notice against uh, Hikaru Hamosh, the man updated his biography on Instagram right away and they put UFC contender. Man trying to get all the bitches during his UFC debut. <laughs> that that kind of turned me off from him. They're like, hey, come on, dog. You're not a contender. You haven't even fought in the UFC yet. Uh, Aljo's nickname is Senor Perfecto, if I'm not mistaken. Last one dream saying, I think Bilal gets way too much undeserved hate. I agree. Yo, honestly, during this run that he's on, he's been taking the Cody, or sorry, the Colby Covington and Kamar Usman path, right? He's been grapple fucking his opponents. He's been using his cardio. He's been staying on these guys heavily. And uh, that's how he wins. He out cardios, out paces, and outworks these guys. I don't mind it. Asher Quinn saying, I hate Catelyn Chikagan because of her nickname. Worst nickname in the UFC. What is her nickname? I don't remember what her nickname is. Is it Chook Chook? Uh, in my opinion, he has a similar style to Kobe, but he gets a shit on for it. I, yeah, exactly. You said the exact same thing that I'm saying here right now. Uh, Basil saying, best and worst commentators in your opinion. Best commentator to me, you know, I, I, you know, I know he's uh, play-by-play. But I love John Anik. Like, the sport has been revolutionized ever since John Anik got uh, put into the UFC. His his work ethic, his commentating skills, amazing. I don't mind DC. You know, sometimes he's a little bit over the top, but, like, he's there to be the jolly guy, right? He's there to give the laughs and just provide that type of analysis. I don't mind Dominic Cruz, but I'd say my favorite color analyst has got to be Paul Felder. I love Paul Felder. The guy is the perfect amount of likable, perfect amount of fun, and perfect amount of knowledgeable that he provides everything that people need for a commentating experience. So Paul Felder, my favorite. Paul Felder and John Anik, 
Amazing. Let's bring back Brian motherfucking Stan. Y'all remember Brian Stan? Let's bring him back. Because I thought he was one of the best guys as well. Lajon Dream saying, Bisbing said club and sub was corny and then immediately comes out with club and dub. Like what? Exactly. Shut up, Bisbing. <laughs> There's always Prophet saying, I'm loving Darren. I think five rounds helps her big. She could get butchered on the feet if she can't get the takedown. That's the big qualm there I have. Asher Quinn saying, Brandon Fitzgerald is super underrated. I love him too. He's a very solid dude. No, he's a great commentator. I absolutely agree on that. Ashley Quinn was saying, but when your only comparison is John Anik, it's hard to stand out. Yes. Unfortunate for uh, Fitzy, but he does what he does, and he does it damn well. This being in D.C. together is hard to listen to a lot of time. I agree. They seem to bicker a lot. Like, like it seems like Michael has some sort of, like, something to prove for some reason. I don't know. It's weird to me. Lajon Dream likes all the commentaries because they all bring us something a little different. I agree. Asher Quinn saying Rogan and DC is the worst combo. I'd agree on that as well. The Blonde Fighter, yes. That is a weird nickname. I should call her the, the Chook Chook Train. <laughs> Malav versus Brady is tough. Brady gas big time versus Kiesa was, was getting picked. Was getting pieced up on the feet in round three, but those Philly guys are different in terms of grappling. Yeah, I don't remember that one that well myself. I'd have to watch it back. Guys saying, talking about nicknames, well, I hate Maverick's nickname. Like, how are you going to have your last name as your nickname? It says Fear the. Like, her nickname is Fear the, which is dumb, but I get it. Yeah, I understand. It is a weird nickname. Moise Audio saying, Chukagin's nickname should be BBC. <laughs> I agree. Anik the Goat. I agree. Gunny saying, Anik DC and Cruz. Not bad. Uh, MVP lineup. Lajon Dreams saying, uh, just because Kobe is mega and shit, so people love him for it. Yep. Azrakon saying Sanko is fantastic. I love Stank Stanko. Stanko? Sanko. God damn it. If Stan ever came back and they ever did uh, you know something together, it should be Stanko. <laughs> That's probably why I'm saying Stanko. Uh Anthony W saying Stan was so good, man. Everyone loves him. Everyone joked and said he would run for president, and he's that likable and professional. I agree. He should have. Asher Quinn saying Bisbing and Fitzy is a fun dynamic. They do have uh, solid chemistry. I'll give them that. Bisbing is annoying on the commentary. Tries to, so hard to be funny. I agree. Hill with those knees, man. Godin has mentioned it during a break as well. Yes. That definitely affected her in terms of going for the uh, takedowns. Nathan Peter is saying they should feed Michael Johnson to McKinney or Patty since the UFC won't match them up. You know, yeah, why not? That's a solid test for both guys. Mr. Always prophesying fighter, favorite fighter nicknames. I don't know. There's none that really come to my mind. The the axe murderer, right? Vanalee Silver probably had the best fucking nickname of all time. It's going to be hard to ever top the axe murderer. Bruno Silva is dog shit, my brother. Problem kid said it. I said, take the fight. Doesn't go to decision there, right? I try to warn you guys. All right. Love all you guys. Appreciate you guys always coming out for the MMA Lock Talk. Seems like the community continues to get bigger every single day. Love to see it. Hope it continues in that fashion. Uh, I'll be back later this evening for a contender series breakdown for you guys. Um, I'm not giving you guys an exact time because um, I still got to finish my research on it, but it will be before I go to sleep tonight. So it might be 10 p.m. It might be midnight. It might be 2 a.m. But just know that the Contender Series Breakdown is coming out tonight. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys, as always. Corey Yipo with the um, 
with the uh, Uncle Creepy shout. I don't mind that one either. All right. Love you guys. Appreciate you guys so much. I'll catch you guys again tomorrow, same time, same place, 4 p.m. Eastern. But I'll also catch you guys tonight for the Contender Series. All right. Peace out. Catch you guys later tonight for the Contender Series.